Welcome back to the Healthy Perspectives podcast. We're your hosts, Jamie and Scott. And today we're going to be talking to our Patients and Purpose Agency friends, Todd Weinstein and Tom Galati. Yeah, Tom and Todd joined us today to talk about Patient Futures. Patient Futures was an event that we held where we teamed up with other industry influencers to kind of shape the future of patient health. Here's our conversation. Enjoy. Todd and uh, Tom, thanks for joining us today. Uh, So why don't we start off with introducing yourselves and then talk to us about what Patient Futures was. Hi, thanks for having us. Uh, Tom Galati, Creative Director at Patients and Purpose. Hi, Tom. Hi, Scott. Uh, Todd Weinstein, Digital Strategy Director here at Patients and Purpose. Hey, Todd. Hello. So why don't uh, one of you guys talk to us about what Patient Futures event was? It was simply a day of inspiration that brought together the entire agency. And so I think there's a lot of agencies that have these sort of days of inspiration, but it was really modeled off of an Omnicom event, which is called Emerge, which is very broad. But how do we make something specific that can inspire a healthcare agency, specifically a patient-centric agency? In this case, we brought together literally all the staff members uh, you know, for uh, a four to five hour period and brought in thought leaders um, who, who spoke on data and uh, technology and, and healthcare that ranged from individuals and, and companies alike. Who were the partners or who were the speakers and how did you kind of curate that list? You know, as an agency, we have some brilliant people here, but we can only do so much kind of on an island or on our own and that's not what we're about at all. So the way we curated the list was really hopefully a, a perfect marriage of tech, technology companies that are heavily involved in healthcare and how they're influencing the patient and doctor relationship. And then that brings us to arguably the two most important folks that were here, um, a patient and a doctor. So who specifically was here? Uh, Yeah, so it was Facebook. Uh, I think we all know who Facebook is. Uh, But we also learned a ton through them being here and the fact that they've established a healthcare vertical specifically to service agencies like us and and pharma companies. Um, GMR Marketing, which is all about experiential marketing, VR, AR, um, some really cool stuff. They actually demoed a few things, and uh, one of which was walking kind of towards the edge of a building uh, that I tried. I took about a half a step, and then I took the headset off. It was that real, and I was that scared. Are you already afraid of heights, or that's just by, yeah. based on the virtual reality? You just got terrified. Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of heights. Right. This kind of accentuated a little bit. Right, virtual reality and health. Um, IBM Watson was here as well. Uh, really cool stuff from them. Um, Dr. Abby Spencer, who actually heads up resident teaching and so forth and curriculum at the Cleveland Clinic, uh, as well as Emily Schaller, who's a a cystic fibrosis patient. Um, So hearing from her and how she works with technology and her overall vantage point on healthcare was was very interesting. You know, Todd just went over sort of the panelist, if you will. So we created this whole panel of these disparate sort of unique and individual companies and characters. But we also brought in as a keynote, um, Shingy who travels literally 300 days a year, works on behalf of AOL Watson, a self-proclaimed digital profit, now part of Oath, which is what the company has become. But he really set the tone looking ahead at the future of technology and the convergence of different technologies of how patients and physicians are going to embrace some of these technologies moving forward. So that was a great way to start off the day to the panel. What was the feedback from the speakers, the panel? You know, hey, join us for this event. What was their first reaction to that? I think, um, and Todd, please chime in, I think that the net of it is that they were remarkably surprised of how well the event sort of was logistically handled. On top of that, and probably the most important was that they recognized that this was an important event for the agency. They were proud to be selected. They were proud to be part of the agency for that day. And I do think they all felt that they were making a difference by being there and sharing their 
their knowledge, their case studies of how it might propel an agency forward uh, as we as we look at patients and caregivers. Yeah, very true. I, it was there were two different perspectives that were really interesting to me. You've got Shingy, who's the most electric speaker I've ever seen in my life, just pure motivation and, and energy. And he's in front of a room of 200 people that are paying very specific attention to him. And it was like he was in his living room doing this thing all day, every day, because this is what he does. And then you've got Dr. Spencer, who is just, to me, floored that all these people stop their day on behalf of patients to make patients' lives better. And how could we come up with joint solutions to actually create something truly special and meaningful for a patient? And at first she was literally taken back, but I think as she got more entrenched in the day, she just became so much more involved, I think, than she had anticipated earlier because of the magnitude of the day. But in the calls with her, I don't think she realized how big the day was actually going to be until she got here, which was pretty special to see. Yeah, I was just gonna, I don't think um, as a group they've ever been brought together necessarily, unless it's on like a world stage or at a major right. conference. I don't think it's common practice for an agency um, to bring this, this powerful panel together or the, the makings of such a panel together. So I think they were just very impressed that the agency would actually do this. And literally looking left and right, who is next to them, they all uh, ranked as really special and uh, you know experienced people in their own right. So what sort of feedback did you get from the agency? I, I think there was, um, uh, people were energized. I think there was, uh, as an agency, we have vision meetings and town halls and we're not, the agency that not communicates. We are constantly communicating to the best of our abilities to the agency. I think this was just seen as a different light where it was a natural extension of, of our rebranding, which took place in, in Q1 of 2017. And so uh, going back to the individuals who are there who are staff members of the agency, and this is everyone from just out of college to someone who's been in the industry for 25 plus years, I think they left there with a the thought that this agency sort of respects any sort of partnership. And I, and I think that anyone sitting in that room could now sort of raise their hand and kind of say, hey, Tom, or hey, Todd, you know, Scott, I, I want to bring in this company. I think they'd be great. And we would never say no. I think everyone has a role in sort of creating partnerships. And that's to our 200 plus member group of, of, of agency folks. They should be and are starting to think that way as well. You know, elevate ideas and, and be more creative. So um, have there been any sort of follow-up meetings with the agency with the different panelists or the different companies from the panels? Yeah, so we actually had kind of a, a think session over at Facebook, um, which was great and informed uh, literally some branded Facebook strategy that we're uh, hopefully launching in the near future with a client. Um, so that's been very fluid and very positive. Um, IBM Watson was here uh, so that we had an, an all agency uh, regroup with them to understand kind of the power of IBM Watson and where it, it can help us. Um, Google's coming in in uh, about a month and a half to have a very similar conversation with us. So, yeah, the extension of the, the day or the event into these kind of bolt-on meetings um, to me has been the most exciting thing because the last thing we wanted to have happen is the, the momentum live and die in that room that day. And I think it's been anything but that. Um, and this is something that, yes, we're working with our clients on to bring kind of better products to them, but most importantly, the patient is going to be the end recipient. And I think that's where Emily being at the event has helped the event literally live on because we're kind of, I have like an indelible image of her and that's who I'm working for and towards. Um, so that's been helpful. So it sounds like it was a really you know, great day, awesome speakers, a lot of thought leaders. So from your point of view, what were, uh, what were things that you were most excited to hear about or, or what was the general takeaway? 
Yeah, so I, I think the the most interesting thing to me was that you had all these like tech and social giants, right? IBM Watson, Facebook, um, but it all and even through their sentiment and and messaging and and jargon came back to there's a relationship between the doctor and the patient. And that's the most important thing. And what they have absolutely helps to facilitate it, but should never get in the way of that very personal and intimate relationship. And that was one of the things that Dr. Spencer kept on communicating that she teaches the residents as they go through her program. This, there's more than just a patient here. There's an actual person dealing with things outside of healthcare. And the more you can understand that, the better your rapport with them will be. And that's where communities like Facebook help these patients kind of deal with what they're going through. Um, and it was just amazing to hear tech companies like IBM Watson and social like Facebook say that uh, as almost a support system versus replacing the relationship of a doctor and a patient. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it was uh, IBM Watson who basically said, we're not going to be using technology just for technology's sake. Yeah. And I think that was reiterated by, by GMR who does virtual reality. So I think it's... It's something as a concept we hold true here where when we're recommending strategies or technologies or platforms to use for um, a patient or a caregiver, we need to make sure that there's relevancy, that it's based in insight. And I think they were at the core sort of what Todd is saying that all these companies were basically had an understanding of that. And they weren't here to kind of sell us the next um, bit in technology. They were here to kind of uh, embrace that insight. What was one of the most interesting things you learned at this panel? I think the most important thing is that, sort of Todd alluded to this, is sometimes we need to bring in the experts. We are, without a doubt, an agency, Patients and Purpose, who's patient-centric. It's part of our blood. It's what we do every day. But there's so much happening within data and technology. And you know, even uh, Dr. Abby Spencer from Cleveland Clinic, what's happening in the hospital setting or what's happening in the, in the patient community, it sort of level set us as an agency, but also inspired us to kind of say, now we have a relationship after this day. So wherever our brand or our, uh, the patient experience sort of needs to go, we have this very broad group of individuals and companies who we can tap into all because of this patient futures event. So what was, uh, you know, these, influencers were coming by and there was a real patient there. Emily, you said Emily was there. What was her feedback? You know, we're, we're in the healthcare advertising space, the communications business. She's an actual patient where these companies can help. What did you, what did you think her takeaway was? Yeah, I think, uh, first of all, she's amazing. Um, and she is kind of a motivational figure in, in the CF community. And you can tell why just when you meet her, she's, she's an unbelievable person. Um, I think her takeaway was, was excitement um, and hope that agencies like us are putting together these kinds of events to benefit her and like-minded patients because that's the only reason we do what we do so that they are the end recipient of something like this. Um, so I think that she had a very interesting quote at the end of um, the entire session, which was that you know she's going to kind of die living with CF versus because of CF. And there's advancements through data sharing medicine, science, and so forth that allow her to have such a positive outlook, whereas years ago that was not the case. So I think for her, I would hope that she was inspired by the day just like we were. Just just to pile on to that, um, so you know, we keep talking about Facebook and they were one of you know, six or seven speakers um, at our event. Um, because of cystic fibrosis and because patients cannot be in the same literal room. So if they're trying to connect with other patients and be an advocate for a condition, they can't be in the same space so they can, they can infect that other patient. 
And so it precludes them from actually sort of building a literal community. Um, but because of what was then MySpace and then sort of the Facebooks of the world, she's completely adopted the Facebook platform as a means to create a community for herself with the rest of the CF community around the world. I want to hear from both of you. What were you most surprised about to hear from that day? That you were like, wow, I didn't even know that. And you guys are smart guys, so I assume you know everything. <laughs> I, so Is I think this part of the question set? I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> it is now. Yeah, I, I think for me, um, when Emily came up to give her speech, uh, that was also very inspiring and motivational. And I, I think about what she goes through as a CF patient. And then I think I have a bad day. It's not a bad day. It's all relative. Um, I think it's just for her to go through what she does to quote unquote, live her life was amazing to me. And all of the, the nuances of CF treatment and the things that she needs to do just to get on a stage where she was with us and be able to deliver what she delivered as far as learnings and education in a speech um, was amazing to me. And I think we get so sometimes bogged down with the work that we have to do and we have to deliver it and execute it and this and that. We forget what these patients are truly going through on a daily basis. And so I think for her, it inspired me to say, okay, my day's not so bad. I'm going to create something really special because this is the person that I'm actually doing it for. They go through 100 times more than I ever hopefully will ever have to go through. Um, this is the kind of person that you want to go the extra mile for. So to me, the biggest learning was understanding what a CF patient goes through, mm -hmm. but how they use a Facebook community or whoever to kind of get through the, the daily rigors. Right, pulling back the curtain to kind of see these yeah. patients and then learning how to really connect with them. Cool. Yep. I think having Emily sort of... Uh, she was early on in her presentation, and I think the panelists took to heart her story and you know where they're normally going to conferences and, and talking to this very benign audience or this marketing or agency or client-facing audience. The fact that they were also there on behalf of a true living, breathing patient, I think probably changed the emotional mindset they had in their presentation. Um, it's not necessarily that their content changed, but I think they also the agency left there with uh, a sensibility of a renewed sort of sensibility and purpose. I think each speaker left there um, with sort of a sense of peace and, and an emotional gratification of, of sort of being part of the event, all because it was anchored in, I think, Emily being there as a patient and having Dr. Spencer there as, as a leading, uh, you know, expert in training uh, internists at Cleveland Clinic. and. It was the real deal for them, and it was a very different setting that I think had a lasting impression on them, which also I think has, has allowed us to continue those conversations with them on, on a, at times a day-to-day -day basis. Yeah, I'm shocked it was only four hours. It seems like it would be a full-day <laughs> event, so kudos to you guys. Four hours was an undertaking. <laughs> four months of planning for a four-hour right. event. Right. Yeah. Uh, where is Patient Futures taking patients and purpose? I think it's taking us to great places that will truly affect the lives of patients um, by creating new offerings. And I know that was a bit a bit vague, so I'll give more detail. Um, I think it's the extension and growth of partnerships that we've now been afforded to make because of the event. To Tom's point, we're not event planners per se, but and I'm biased. Uh, I thought we put on a hell of an event. And I think when you want to then rekindle relationships with Facebooks and GMR and IBM Watson and so forth, they pick up the phone for you. Uh, we have very rich conversations and things that are truly affecting in a positive way the product that we're putting out on behalf of our pharmaceutical clients. Um, that's where I think Patient Futures is taking us. And I think it's an event 
that not should happen, may happen, it has to happen in the next couple of years and moving forward because of the pace of technology. There's going to be new players at this event that pop up that are very meaningful to our patients, and it's our responsibility to know who they are and how we can work with them. Cool. So we're, we're just about out of time, but I, I want to play a quick game with everybody in the room. Uh, so let's go around and just say, I'm curious in your own words, what does the future hold for patients? I was joking around with Todd the, the other afternoon. I said, you know, we become patients when we're born, you know, and, and I think that there's a truth to that. But I think when you become a patient, when you think you're a patient or when you become a caregiver, it's never exciting to be diagnosed. But we are at an exciting time where because of technology, because of data and the involvement that we can have in understanding a condition in trying to come up with the idea of what you have in understanding the treatments and understanding side effects, how if you're a caregiver, how you might have the ability through virtual reality to understand how your loved one might be feeling to put yourself in their shoes for, for a moment. You know, because of the work of Cleveland Clinic and Dr. Abby Spencer, how that next generation of internists are being trained to be more empathetic and to really understand the emotional mindset of a patient or a caregiver and not just be the intellectual at the bedside, but actually be involved in the 360 degree sort of uh, mentality and life of that patient. There's just so much more that we can be involved in, um, in, in making patients better. Todd, what about you? Yeah, I think all of that's dead on. I think to further that point, the patient's never been more empowered than they are today. But I think with that empowerment becomes just a, an overwhelming amount of choices of where do I get my information, what's right, what's not, who do I turn to. Um, so I think to me, the future of patients holds this unbelievable amount of kind of never ending information. Um, but I think we can help shape that. Uh, so that the patient kind of gets the right information and knows where to go and what to act on, as well as that patient should continue to have and should have a larger voice when they're facing their doctor. When they're in that situation, they should feel like they can ask questions and thoughtful questions so that it's more of a dialogue versus, a, I would kind of say, the, the quote-unquote olden days where the physician kind of prescribed something and that was it. You just took it. You didn't ask a question. You went right to the pharmacy to fill the script. Um, I think the future of, of patients and our event has to focus on the proper dissemination of information, how a patient can be further empowered to act on that information. Cool. Jamie, what about you? Um, I agree with what Tom and Todd said. I came out of that event feeling like smart technology is really important to patients' future. Specifically, the Watson tech that is available allows for more accurate diagnosis and different things for patients. And I think when you get diagnosed with something, you don't want to feel like a patient. So I believe it's about not feeling alone and sort of having that community and being able to get all the necessary information and data and accurate data for what I was diagnosed with. What about you, Scott? Uh, I think uh, the, the biggest takeaway for me was just really seeing that treatment uh, doesn't start and stop at the doctor's office, especially like there were so many really cool um, technology companies and also the patient, the doctor, and just seeing that there's there's different ways to communicate. There's the community, there's the data aspect, there's um, you know a whole world out there that's kind of there to help you. So it's not just, there's something wrong with me, I need to go to a doctor. There's something wrong with me. There's different areas I can go, there's different channels, there's different platforms. And then once I am diagnosed, uh, or once I do find out what's kind of wrong with me, uh, there's that comfort level of there's not only is there a lot of opportunity and ways that people are helping me, but there's also a lot of people that are that are kind of there to help me. So it's not a as one of you uh, were saying, it's not a you're not alone, 
which is really nice. So I think that's just really cool to see all that. And that's why I'm always very impressed with the takeaway of the, the panelists and just, you know, the agency and stuff of just, there's so many people that are willing to, to help, which is awesome. So when's the next Patient Futures event? Well, we've been talking about it. I think um, the event will be uh, early spring and we're looking to take our learnings from this past event, which is not too long ago, and uh, understand the framework of which we presented to the agency. It may involve clients. It will probably involve a different cast of future thinking companies and individuals. Um, so yeah, it'll be within the next uh, eight months or so. Awesome, very excited. And hopefully everyone listening is excited for the future. I know I am, and we'll see you next time. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Nice job, guys. So that was our conversation with Tom and Todd. I want to thank both of them for joining us today. Both Jamie and I were at the Patient Futures event, and it was amazing and really inspiring, and I'm looking forward to the future of patient health. Yeah, it was a great event. Thank you. For more insights, visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and we'll see you next time.